the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here we go again with the masks. And, of course, it's starting in California. Uh, Apparently there's been a spike in cases out there. I think there are 100 people in the Stanford Hospital. 65 of them are being treated for serious illnesses that have nothing to do with COVID. So they just happen to have COVID. And there are no serious cases of COVID in that group. So it's all about the new um, Beta Alpha Z26 variant. Actually, I just made that up. It's <laughs> it's about a new variant. I just thought that sounded good. Uh, you know, it's the variant of the week. And listen to this exchange between a San Diego TV station and an arrogant school board president named Sharon Whitehurst Payne. Parents who, who don't want to wear a mask indoors in school, are there any other options for them? For the fall, there are some options. They can go to our uh, school that's online. Um, they can opt not to return to the regular school, but to go to the school where they don't have to go to school at all other than via Zoom. Yeah. And um, that's the easiest way for folks what who don't want to. What about the summer school? What if they were already enrolled in the summer school and now they get this mask mandate and they're n- not comfortable with wearing a mask? They really should wear the mask. Uh, but if they're not, not comfortable, uh, what should they do? They should just let make it known that they don't feel comfortable and at that point just not return. Yeah, stay home. Who cares? Kids stay home. There's kids out there. I'm guessing the the kids are like in the third grade that they they think that school is a place you go to wear a mask. They've never been any in a school that, that when they didn't have to wear masks. Unbelievable. And Los Angeles County is threatening an indoor mask mandate on July 29th if the case count keeps going up. And when we'll come back, when we come back, we're going to take a look at the stats on masks and see if the numbers say this makes any sense. They don't. And in our second half hour, we'll hear from Naomi Wolf. She's the author of a book called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. Stick around. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Windows are When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Inflation is soaring. 
Prices are going up everywhere except Legacy Box. That's right. When our number people wanted us to raise prices, we said heck no. That's un-American. When times get tough, Legacy Box stands strong. Introducing the Legacy Box Inflation Buster Sale. Not $15 a tape, not $12, 9 Yes, just $9 a videotape. We're in a race to save your family's recorded past from the risk of fires, natural disasters, and the decay of time. Don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes, film reels, and fade your photos. Legacy Box saves your memories by professionally converting all your analog formats to digital on thumb drive or the cloud. And it's all done here in the USA. Legacy Box is simple and safe with over a million satisfied customers. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Your spouse has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now, it's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, most of the stupid stuff in America starts in California, works its way west. And there's some stupidity brewing out there right now. They're talking about mask mandates again. If you heard the opening of the show, you heard the uh, San Diego School Board has already said kids in summer school have to wear them. Uh, There obviously are still lots of people out there, including people in power, who think masks stop the spread of COVID-19. Well, let's look at the numbers with Jeffrey Anderson. He's a uh, an expert on statistics. He's the former director of the Bureau of Statistics. And uh, see if this makes any sense. Jeff, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. So um, when we had you on the show almost exactly a year ago, I think it was last August, um, to talk about this and a piece that you had written for City Journal, you pointed out that early on uh, experts, including Dr. Fauci, said that there was really no need for masks. Um, Here we are two and a half years later, and masks aren't gone yet. What do you think of all that? Uh, I just think it's amazing. There's no justification for the masks. The reason that early on they said there was no need for masks is because they knew that the best research that had been done based on randomized controlled trials showed that masks, uh, there was no support for the notion that masks did anything. So it was just, uh, it was theater. But at some point, they decided to uh, to embrace the theater, and and here we are today. So, so when a guy like Dr. Fauci comes out in, uh, I think it was February of 2020, and he says there's no need for people to walking around wearing masks. Uh, he said the purpose of the masks are to of the surgical masks are to prevent the doctors, the people in the in the operating room, for example, from infecting the people who are being operated on. It wasn't about transmitting viruses, and he even said that uh, it's just ridiculous for everybody to be walking around in masks. So uh, the fact that he would say that back then, as you just said, it tells you that this guy's been studying this stuff for 60 years. He, 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 he didn't need another study to tell him that masks aren't necessary or, 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 or aren't effective in something like this. Right. That was a, a rare moment of truth speaking on the part of Fauci. Um, I mean, it really, it really is apparent when you look at the, for years, people have done uh, medical research on the efficacy of masks and they've, uh, uh, they did years of these randomized controlled trials where they put one person in a group that had a mask and another person in a group that didn't wear a mask and, and they test the outcomes. And across, uh, 14 efforts um, at the time that I wrote my piece, um, there was uh, there was no statistically significant evidence that masks worked, um, and uh, 
and, and plenty of evidence that they that they didn't um, or or that they. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think the best conclusion for the research is that there's little to no evidence that they work, and there's a fair amount of evidence that they might be counterproductive. So, I, I mean, to take something that that there's no evidence it works and there's some evidence that can actually be counterproductive in stopping the spread of viruses and impose it. Um, it's it's really extraordinary, uh, especially in light of just the reduction in quality of life and human interaction that the masks cause. And I think it's important to mention that you are not a doctor, uh, but you're an, you are a an expert on statistics. So you know how to look at studies like this and interpret them and look at the numbers. And I, if you're reading your piece, that, that was that you can find it at the piece if you just Google uh, Jeffrey Anderson masks um and uh city journal you'll find it you should read it it's kind of hard to read jeffrey because uh it's 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 complicated stuff for for laymen and for people that aren't really smart like me um but but um it's pretty thorough and i'm I'm just wondering did the cdc ever produce have has the cdc to this point uh, ever produced any numbers that legitimately support the the idea of everybody wearing masks. No, they have um, they have very diligently uh, avoided looking at the randomized controlled trials because they didn't support what the CDC wanted to do. Even though RCTs, randomized controlled trials, are considered to be the gold standard in medical research, they're they're by far the most valuable thing because you can't game them. Uh, it's almost impossible to you, you know you, you've got one group. People are randomly assigned to one group or another, and you can see the outcomes. Um, they kept looking. The CDC has preferred to look at uh, so-called observational studies, where after the fact they try to piece together, well, did this work or not? And, and that allows for all kinds of manipulation and political game playing. But they've avoided the RCTs. And, uh, you know, I, I think that the CDC has clearly had an agenda. They want to they want to believe the masks work. It empowers public health officials. Public health officials love public health interventions, and uh, and so they're imposing them. And especially on the people who have the least ability to push back, namely children, who are of course also the people who are least apt to be affected by COVID. And so, uh, for people who work at the CDC, especially uh, the doctors and the researchers, they uh, have the same. Um, they have expertise in the same things that you have, so they know what the value of an RCT is, yet they, you say they purposely avoided studies with RCTs because they knew that those studies would, would not support what they wanted to be selling. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. They finally managed, I mean, early on in COVID, there was an RCT done in Denmark um, that did not provide statistically significant evidence that masks worked, and, and they just sort of uh, tried to ignore that one. And then, and then much later in the game, there was a sort of odd RCT done in Bangladesh that they've tried to hang their hat on you know, long after they decided to impose the masks on everybody. Um, this was just sort of a study used as justification after the fact, but that was an R- a sort of an RCT, but instead of randomly assigning people and saying, you know, John, you wear a mask and someone else, you don't wear a mask and we'll see what happens. That one assigned whole cities to uh, either be a place that they, that the researchers pushed the use of masks or didn't, um, which is really not the same kind of thing. And they ended up with just a sliver of a difference at the end like a one percentage point difference between the likelihood of getting COVID if you wore a mask or not. Um, but because they used these entire city populations, they were able to claim that shows statistical significance. But it's nothing at all. It's a tiny little difference. I mean, I would think most people who advocated, who want, want to impose masks would be sort of embarrassed to say you've got a, you know, a 1% uh, reduction in likelihood of getting COVID from wearing the mask. So, so wear it. Um, and even that is highly questionable, I think. So the, the, the great overarching, if you look at all the research, and as, as I, I took a deep dive into the research in the, in the piece you were referencing, it's called Do Masks Work? A Review of the Evidence. Um, there's just nothing to support what they're doing. And again, someone like Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks, who has been saying some pretty strange things and, and uh, 
alarming things that I'm seeing, uh, not saying them, but she wrote them in her book. I don't know if you've seen any of the comments that have come out from uh, her book, but saying now that she was you know, kind of fudging the numbers because they wanted to make sure people paid attention to what they were saying. But, but anyway, people like her, people like uh, Dr. Fauci, if you know the um, value of uh, a, an RCT and you know that the CDC wasn't using, uh, that, wasn't using that uh, type of research, then they had to be lying. They, uh, they had to know that the, the numbers that they were uh, repeating or, or throwing out there were useless, didn't they? I mean, wouldn't anybody in their position have to know that? Yeah, well, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to escape that conclusion, isn't it? I mean, I, I think uh, they desperately wanted to believe that the mask worked, the masks worked. They, that's why they did all the research across the years, why, why they kept funding these, a lot of these trials were funded by the CDC, and um, they kept looking, trying to find evidence. They just couldn't find it. And then, uh, you know, finally they ended up in a situation where they, they felt like they had an opening where they could, could convince people to wear masks. They could tell them, compel them to wear masks, order them. And, um, and, and a lot of people were willing to go along with it. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people went along with it just simply because Donald Trump didn't like masks. And so it became kind of a symbol of, uh, I'm, I'm uh, quote-unquote pro-science and anti-Trump all at once by wearing my mask. In reality, it showed people who were anti-science and, uh, and put way too much faith in public health officials and, and were far too willing to abandon centuries of Western norms. I mean, it's a pretty central Western norm that we show our face, faces to one another when we, when we communicate, when we're interacting. And, and anybody who doesn't think that... that that a tremendous amount is lost by not being able to see each other's faces has a rather impoverished view of human social interaction. Yep. Uh, we're talking to Jeffrey Anderson. He's the former director of the Bureau of Statistics, and he did a deep dive, as he says, into uh, the efficacy of masks based on statistics and uh, came up with, uh, I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Jeff, but uh, you came up with a conclusion that they are not based on the numbers. They're not, they're not uh, effective. They're not worth it. Yeah, there's at least as much evidence that they are counterproductive as there is that they're productive. I mean, so nobody knows for sure, but uh, it looks like if you put on a mask, there's probably as much chance you're increasing your chance of, of contacting a virus or spreading it as, um, as there is that you're reducing the likelihood of spreading it. Yeah, and that's because uh, people don't wear them correctly. They touch them with their hands. They're not clean, and they, they actually spread germs, more, uh, they're more likely to, or at least as likely to spread germs as prevent them from spreading. Yeah, well, the mask becomes a disease vector. It's, just, it's disgusting if you actually keep it on. Like, you ever see people walking around with a mask and they, they start to sneeze and they oh, remove yeah. the mask? Because, yeah. you know, who wants yeah. to sneeze into their mask? <laughs> but uh, if they do sneeze in the mask, then there it is, then they touch the mask. Um, you know, I, I think uh, there was one study that suggested that... Uh, cloth masks, there was statistically significant evidence that the cloth masks increased the spread of viruses, but the, the, the surgical mask, the, the cheap uh, mask that uh, so many people wear, um, there's, they're the one, main ones that were involved in these studies, and there's just no evidence uh, that they work. Now, if, if you want to go get fitted at a hospital or something with an N95 style mask and have it properly fitted and have it be a, a big suction cup on your face, which as any doctor will tell you is a horribly uncomfortable um, arrangement that would not many people are going to think that's worth wearing outside in the heat. Um, you know, those probably do some good in stopping the spread of viruses, um, but at an even greater cost to comfort and human interaction. And uh, I mean, I don't think most people would think those were worth wearing unless we were facing the bubonic plague. Right, and expecting a six-year-old kid to wear one and wear it properly and wear it all day long. I don't think doctors and nurses wear those N95s for uh, until COVID came along. Nobody was expected to wear those for more than an hour at a time, I don't think. Right. They would wear them in, in particular situations, and they would then very thankfully remove them and get them off their faces because they're horribly uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, the treatment of kids on this is just appalling. This, COVID is, a, is almost a non-factor for children. Um, I mean, the stats are overwhelming. It's, 
it's something like, I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think that someone over 80 has something like 3,000 times the chance of dying of COVID as someone under like 30. Um, and instead of being so thankful that COVID has spared the young, we've decided to uh, to torture the young with these masks and, and it's kind of low-grade child abuse. Oh, yeah. And and I, I just I played the soundbite before you came on from the, uh, the the director of the school board at San Diego Schools, and uh, she just said, well, if it's uncomfortable, they don't like it, they can just stay home and uh, they can uh, go to the Zoom classes. They don't have to come to school. <laughs> it's, oh, that's great, too. I mean, and the damage is just so obvious. Like All these uh, kids who haven't learned how to speak now mm-hmm. and, they, and, and don't know how to interact, they're all awkward. They, uh, I mean, it is... An incredible departure from Western norms, from, from you know, just like living like free men and women or children. Uh, it's uh, it's an appalling departure from the the traditional American way of life, and it certainly makes us look like faceless stormtroopers, not free citizens. And, and I think they're trying to, you know, there's a sort of bonus the left thinks in in acclimating kids to think of themselves in that manner. But it's really got to stop, especially when, as regards to children, um, but, but for everyone. Again, I, I, I keep harping on this, but it's just stunning to me. Not enough people will read the piece that you wrote, um, and not enough people will hear what you're saying right here. Uh, and I don't know, I can't put a number on it. I mean, I didn't do any kind of a study, but there's a huge percentage of people out there who, if they came out with a mask mandate tomorrow, would all without question, without resistance, put the mask on and say that they're just doing their part and they're being a good citizen. It's still happening in Canada to a ridiculous degree. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, been uh, – it's got some sanity has, has uh, shown up here in the United States recently. But I, I, there are medical people involved. It's not the everyday person on the street. There are medical people who know what you know, who know how to do a study – and they, it's just stunning to me that they let this happen, that they, they turn their TV on or they go out on the street and they see everybody wearing a mask that they know doesn't do any good for anybody. How does that happen? Yeah, it's like, I mean, the medical profession, it's, it's been disappointing in this whole period. I mean, I, they seem to just want to uh, follow the lead of the, of the public health officials um, who, who, again, clearly have an agenda and, uh, not a lot of doctors have shown a desire, a desire to be free thinking on um, on these matters or to to look at the research themselves. Um, some of the, like you say, some of the doctors and nurses have been, been the worst people. Then again, some of them who actually do think freely and clearly know that that this is all just a facade and they, and they can't stand it. Some of them have quit to get away from this. Um, but yeah, I, there's. Uh, I, I think. You know, one of the lessons in this is that uh, we shouldn't be taking our decrees, we shouldn't have effectively laws dictated to us by public health officials, by governors, by executives. These sorts of things should be settled by legislatures. If we're going to be have some sort of mandate imposed upon us, it ought to come from legislative bodies. And, and you notice that they're not the ones imposing these things because they know they're unpopular. And, and when the legislatures have gotten involved on masks or vaccine mandates, for that matter, it's essentially always been in the direction of eliminating the mandates. Yeah, and I saw a woman today, I, I went to the supermarket today, and I uh, the cashier was wearing a mask, not over her nose, but just over her mouth, just enough <laughs> so that I could barely understand what she was saying. And I felt sorry for this woman. And, and, and she thinks she's being smart and being safe, and it's because of what these people, these evil people, are telling her. And they know that they're telling her a bunch of BS. That's so true. I mean, I wrote another piece called The Masking of America for the Claremont Review of Books around the same time as the Do Mask Work piece. And it looked at it from more of a uh, of what, what are we losing perspective, a little more of a philosophical perspective. And one of the things I was highlighting is that, you know, for a long, long time, people have had enough sense, going back to, like, to the ancient Greeks, not to trust doctors or worse, public health officials with overarching decisions about how we should live our lives. These are people who ought to be saying, all right, well, here's what I've found. Here's, here's the research I've, 
here's what I've looked at in my narrow field of expertise. Now let's let the rest of you who have more overarching views of society decide what sort of trade-offs are worth it and which are not. You know, Socrates was railing against doctors back 2,500 years ago. It's, these decisions should be made by, by elected representatives and, and, and really, and, and like you say, when individual Americans just voluntarily choose to put on a mask and go out in public outside, I mean, it, it shows a, a bizarre uh, detachment from reality, um, but at least it's not being mandated upon them. Hey, Jeff, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you doing this. Uh, people can find your piece at uh, the City Journal and um, Google it. What's, what would they Google? What's the, what's the headline of the piece? Uh, uh, do masks work? Yeah, okay. I'm sure they'll find it. I, th- I thank you for coming on. appreciate it. Thank you, John. Okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A legal fight between Elon Musk and Twitter has begun in a Delaware court as lawyers for both sides fought over when to start the trial. Twitter trying to force the billionaire to make good on his April promise to buy the social media giant for $44 billion. And the company wants it to happen quickly because it says the ongoing dispute is harming its business. Musk pledged to pay $54.20 a share for Twitter, but now wants it back uh, out of that agreement. No one was injured when a transformer at Hoover Dam briefly caught fire this morning. There was no risk to the power grid and power is still being generated. The fire ignited around 10 a.m. local time. The cause is under investigation. On Wall Street, the Dow had 695 points. The Nasdaq up 338. This is SRN News. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. Jay Sekula believes we are living on the edge. We were energy independent 19 months ago. We're not. We're en- totally energy dependent now. We've got one of the highest inflation points in the world. And I just think that we've got to realize that we're in a very dangerous spot right now, politically, economically. And, and then you got Mahmoud Abbas's statements, which tells me that the rest of the world recognizes how weak we are. Sekula, live. Weeknights at 6, right before Brandon Tatum at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Windows are us. You tried the rest, now try the best. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and of course windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. 
Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Everything at a crawl on the inbound side of 28, starting around 910, down to Fox Chapel Road, through part of that down to one lane with construction till 6. Outbound heavy from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue. Looks like typical volume on the Parkway East each way, and the Parkway West heavy inbound Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. 51 near Woodruff Street, look out for a crash, and outbound it's heavy Midwood Avenue to Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear and humid tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 68. Partly sunny tomorrow. Hot and humid with a high of 90. Mostly cloudy and humid tomorrow night with a heavy thunderstorm. Those storms can bring flash flooding and isolated damaging wind gusts. The low 72. Partly sunny Thursday. Breezy and humid with a thunderstorm in parts of the area. will reach a high of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Charlie Kirk doesn't choose sides. Some conservatives say, Charlie, you can't criticize the police under any circumstances whatsoever. Now, generally, the police act wonderfully. I'd say 99% of the time. But if you are automatically defending an entity, an organization, that is not a winning political movement. It's not. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we haven't uh, been able to get through to uh, Naomi Wolf yet. We hope we uh, will. If not, I'll be, uh, it'll just be you and me there. <laughs> Try to uh, uh, talk about these masks for a little bit more because they're coming. Oh, they're coming. And, um, you know, the, what you have to be concerned about is whether or not the the Democrats are looking at ways to shut things down again as we get closer to the election. Uh, they want to possibly get back to the point where they're going to scare people. Uh, and make them hide in their homes because they're afraid of some new variant that's out there. Um, but uh, here's a here's something that um, we should listen to again because it's interesting. This is Dr. Fauci, who, by the way, uh, said yesterday or today that he's retiring when uh, Joe Biden's uh, term is up. Um, that can't happen soon enough. He should I, I, he should probably be in prison, but that's that's another issue. But here's what uh, he was telling. I, th- I believe this was from 60 Minutes back in March of 2020, I think it was. Listen to this. There's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people... And look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are 
unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% of the people wearing masks, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. That's the point. It could see. lead to a shortage of masks for the people who really need it. Remember that? That was back in March of 2020. That was Dr. Fauci uh, saying that uh, it's ridiculous for people to think they have to wear masks. And he thinks it's crazy when he sees so many people out on the street wearing masks and, and he sees video of it happening in other countries. Well, um, it's they're coming back, as I said. And um, Naomi Wolf is the author of a new book. It's called Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19 and the War Against the Human and she joins us now. Naomi, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. So who are these authoritarians who apparently just can't let go of the power that uh, comes with saving us all from a, a deadly disease? Yeah, that's actually the pretext, of course. Um, right. So it, I did find out who the bad guys are, um, and I spell it out in The Bodies of Others. Uh, it's a loose uh, alliance of um, the World Health Organization, of course, the World Economic Forum, um, and Klaus Schwab is sort of emerging from the shadows these days with a great reset. Uh, it's China, of course, um, you know, which is the methodology for these kind of globalist evildoers. They want to make the whole world be like China, and they use China as a cat's paw. It's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and other bad nonprofits like EcoHealth Alliance. And lastly, it is um, tech companies. Um, I'm not even including pharma because that's just a, a you know another methodology. But um, big tech, uh, you know, as you see from the bodies of others, is up on average 20 to 25 percent net revenue over the last two years by supporting policies that um, you know lock us in our homes or that you know crush uh, middle class people, working class people, um, break their assets of small businesses, the assets of small landlords, and engage in a massive, you know, transfer of wealth, and also the Excuse me, Naomi, you're, you're breaking up. Uh, we're going to try to give you another call here to get a better connection. You, all of a sudden, you just started breaking up. We'll call you in right back, okay? Try it again there, Mike, I guess. Uh, I don't know what happened there. She sounded fine, and then all of a sudden, it started bouncing around. We'll try to get Naomi back. Um, she mentioned there that this is an alliance. Uh, that's a pretty scary word to use for something like this because that would seem to indicate that it was planned or if it was not planned – it was uh, a case of these people taking advantage of something that wasn't planned and putting into uh, putting a plan that they've been waiting to use into operation. So, since we get her back, that's that's uh, my next question. Naomi, are you back? Are you back there, Naomi? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Right okay. here. Sorry about that. I I, I just you, you said this is an alliance. And that's a pretty scary word when it comes to something like this because for a couple of reasons. Number one, because of what the alliance has appeared to have produced. But also, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a group of people that you would not think would be allied in something like this. Hmm. And, and Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So um, that sounds like something – if it's an alliance, it sounds like something that was planned – it couldn't have COVID nineteen couldn't have been planned, or could it have been? Is that all? Is it go all the way go all the way back to China uh, producing this virus for this reason? Well, there's a lot of evidence. Um, I mean, I don't have all the answers about how long this was planned for and and by whom, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of evidence that has emerged. I mean, you know, only a year ago, the idea that uh, the virus uh, was a, a you know, released from a lab by accident or intentionally was conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And now most serious people um, know that indeed it was. Uh, actually, the Wuhan lab uh, also houses the CCP military. 
Um, we know that there was an exercise called Event 201 in 2019 at Johns Hopkins where uh, a bunch of the main kind of protagonists... Hey, Mike, let's just take a break and try to get it back, okay? Uh, we, we lost her there. It's not working out too well. Can we do that, Mike? We'll take a break and uh, try to do this after the break. Stick around. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. This is John Stockerwald. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but now it's only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable and have a cold, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back to the available gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, let's uh, try again with Naomi Wolf. We're sorry about the uh, technical issues we're experiencing here. She's the author of a new book called Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. So, uh, Naomi, where were we before we were so rudely interrupted? (laughs) Yeah, so it's my fault. The tech issues are on my end. I apologize. Um, I was talking about uh, Event 201, in which um, the main bad actors uh, aligned in 2019 at Johns Hopkins to uh, play out basically a, a war game of um, imagine a respiratory disease called SARS, uh, which takes over the world in a pandemic, and you know the military has to respond, and the media has to respond, and psychologists have to kind of figure out what people are going to do psychologically. So um, we don't know how far back it goes, but uh, as many politicians have said, never let a good emergency go to waste. You know, whether it was a lab leak, whether it was intentional, really isn't the main point. The main point is that, um, and I point this out in Body Brothers, you know, Americans lived through horrific waves of disease over and over and over in, in our nation's history, much worse than this. Everything from yellow fever and cholera to tuberculosis, typhoid, um, you know, it's it, we've never shut down the entire Western economy or global economy. We've never kept kids home from school for months and months and months. We've never lost to get healthy people uh, in a multi-generational household with sick people. Um, in fact, all of the things that we were told to do, the opposite of what public health wisdom has been for at least 100 years, including getting people into or getting sunshine, you know, focusing on nutrition and so on. So, um, really, this is about dissolving uh, human human spaces, you know, the things human beings do together that machines cannot emulate. So, I'm the tech company, and I understand that when tech companies can crush um, Main Street, you know, can crush, then Amazon is up 20% net revenue. If tech companies can make sure your kid 
uh, can't go to school and is locked on a computer in his or her room, and education technology, which was a loser industry, is up hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, if big tech can make sure that you know people aren't going to the office, then Zoom is up. 20% net revenue. And you see this happening over and over and over with big tech. And when you think about how the pandemic was experienced by you and your family, you know, most of the really horrific, um, quote unquote, evidence didn't come to us from our eyes and ears and, you know, seeing bodies in the street, watching people drop dead. Um, it really came to us from messaging on digital media and digital platforms and social media. And people who raised questions about parents on social media, like me, were, you know, or Dr. McCullough or Dr. Malone, all these people who turned out to be right, um, were, you know, rudely and violently deplatformed, um, if, if not if not worse, you know, if not perceived by other forms of uh, economic and professional um, punishment. Um, so it's really to remake a world in which human beings have to ask permission from technology to be human and, and to kill off the West, to kill off the United States above all. So our kids don't even remember what it's like to be free. That is the goal. Yeah, and uh, it, you're, is it, it's, it, the, the, it seems like a lot of this is the world trying to uh, get the United States to go along with all the stupidity. Is this a liberal versus conservative thing in America, or is it just a government versus freedom thing? Well, I'm glad you asked that. It it does so happen, and this is really embarrassing to me as a lifelong Democrat, that, you know, in America, it is the left that embraced the nonsense. And um, the propagandists were really geniuses because they basically turned it into a political thing in America and turned it into a wedge issue. So, you know, even though there is no data showing that lockdowns worked, right, like open states like Florida did, Florida did exactly the same with COVID as closed states like New York or California, um, you know, the left was persuaded that, you know, only Trumpers, you know, ignorant, uh, anti-science, racist, um, are, you know, are going to question uh, the vaccines or question the lockdowns and so on. But um, you're right to us, because even though it was used as a wedge issue in America and the left did the worst of it, uh, this is a global script. And um, so you get the same directives with the same lockdowns and the same kind of policies and coerced mandates in Canada under a liberal but also in Britain under a conservative um, and in Australia under a conservative and in France under a liberal. So it, it really doesn't matter. It's global. What does unite the worst of these people is that they are World Economic Forum uh, young alumni graduates. Um, sorry, but another, another thing that is new in this pandemic uh, kind of discourse is the role of AI. And again, you know, we've never faced anything like this. People were given a form of brainwashing that was exactly the same all over the world. So you got the same message of don't hug grandma, you'll kill her in, you know, Canada and in France and in Britain, but also in Hindi, you know, in India and in, you know, Urdu in Pakistan and you know, all over the world. Well, human editors can't do that, right? So that really is um, artificial intelligence, which now has the capability to uh, repeat the same lies, you know, in multiple languages around the world in real time, changing slightly based on inputs in country after country. Um, and you also saw, uh, you know, AI inserting um, phrasing so that, uh, for instance, when it became clear that uh, young adults were suffering myocarditis um, with the mRNA injections, uh, every time you read about myocarditis, it would say, extremely rare mm -hmm. before the word myocarditis. And you saw this around the world. And same thing with like, you know, uh, election fraud, you know, it's always baseless election fraud, right? Yep, yep. Um, but, but that is AI simply inserting, making sure that phrase, you know, extremely rare or baseless is inserted in, you know, automatic. Well, I think we lost her again. You still there? I guess not. Okay. Well, that's good. We got some good stuff from uh, Naomi. We apologize for the uh, for the uh, 
technical issues there. It happens. It's radio and it's cell phones, and here she is. If you want to, or, or I'll just listen. Well, um, Naomi, are you back? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, sorry. We, we've been losing it. I apologize for this, but let me just, how much time we have left, Mike? We got about two and a half minutes. So uh, you're making the point right. there about AI, and uh, and and this being it seems like what seems like a, a plan. So my question is: Was COVID just the event that rulers around the world were waiting for? Uh, did they have a plan ready for when this type of thing, if not a pandemic, something like it, popped up so that they'd be ready to jump in with this? I mean, I'm completely convinced now that. Um, both the virus and the vaccine are bioweapons um, originating out of China. And uh, if people want the information to back this up, it's on my latest Substack stack uh, called Facing the Beast, in which I really found, I think, the smoking gun. Um, you may know that I have 3,000 experts going through the Pfizer documents released under court order. And, it, you know, the harms and damage and deaths really represent a massive crime against humanity. Well, I knew I was seeing a war crime, you know, not just a greedy pharmaceutical company. But um, I didn't have a smoking gun until two days ago when I found that the Pfizer vaccines are actually being made in an MOU with the Chinese Communist Party. So this is a massive attack against the West. These deaths, these harms, these injuries are, are war crimes. And, um, you know, the virus came out of China uh, the World Economic Forum, Bill Gates, you know, they've been warning that there would be a pandemic. Um, Bill Gates is warning that there will be more pandemics. You know, they've rolled out monkeypox. You know, they're going to keep being pandemics. Um, but what you've got is a white paper out of China basically saying that their, their, their aim of becoming the world's superpower is basically to become a hegemon based on the ill health. Of their adversaries in the world, so hey. I do think it's planned. Uh, Naomi, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bodies of others, the new authoritarians, COVID nineteen, and the war against the human. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.